I'm Josh Toll. And I'm Brett Roberts. Welcome to Hapticast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast episode 8. This is Haptic Intel's podcast where we talk about video games and other things that tickle our toenails. I don't think I said that one yet, did I? No. Can I said that? Did I? Toes, maybe. I don't think I said toes. Whatever. That's what it is. GG. Welcome to the show. This is a podcast where we talk about things. Video games and unpopular opinions and things of that sort. Maybe. Media, movies, TV shows, and sometimes we talk about being magicians at the age of 13. Yeah. Eventually I'm going to put that out separately from this. But yeah, this podcast comes to you every week. We split a few parts. We pick the best discussions that we have. We put them up as separate videos. Uh, we have Indie Intel, which we do here on the podcast, which also goes up as a separate video where we highlight indie games that we like. We do Let's Plays. We touch ourselves on camera for money. I don't know about that. I will. Okay. Let's start the show how we always do. We talking by talk games that we're playing. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. Go ahead. I've been playing uh, Star Wars... Uh, Pod Racing Racer's Revenge on the PlayStation 4. Why are you smirking? Because it's funny that I'm playing that. It's good, Why? though. I don't know. It's part of the bundle. The yeah. Star Wars pack bundle. It's a good game. Uh, pretty fun. The demolition aspect is really fucking annoying because other people, the NPCs or the AI, just fucking crashes into you, and it is the worst. Like Rocket League? People can blow you up? Yeah. But, like, it's you get one health bar... The race and once it's done you're i've seen you play a little bit i haven't tried it myself you're fucking out of the race if you blow up uh, so that nice. smells bad that's some fucking the that alfredo pizza i was telling you about the chicken oh, alfredo pizza yes, yes, yes good um besides that i've been playing some rocket league i've been playing dying mm. lights expansion the following mm. a little bit yeah they um the studio i forget the name of the studio that does dying light techland yes they released a statement thanking the community and the fans for their support. Wow. Um, I read it. It was really nice. Yeah, Techland's one of those developers that don't get a lot of love that they should. Yeah. They're memers. They are yeah. memers, and they're uh, nice guys Yeah, all around. Good game. I want to pick up the DLC soon. Maybe. We'll see. It costs a little bit more than it did a couple weeks ago, but True. I'd say it's worth it. Uh, the one problem I have is it being DLC, the trophies are kind of weak. In the, really? In the fact that there's no platinum. Oh. So... Uh, I don't, and there's not a lot anyway, so I don't, I don't find myself wanting to play it as much as I did the original game, but uh, it's good. The car is pretty cool. The upgrades on the car are pretty cool. You actually have a reason to scavenge vehicles now, so there'll be like a car on the side of the road, and you have to walk up to the gas tank, hold square. You can walk up to the, that gives you gas, and you can walk up to the hood of the car and, and hold square, or uh, X, I guess, on PlayStation, or Xbox, and uh, you get parts to make your car better if, if it breaks. Like, you can your like tires can fall off and stuff like that mm -hmm. and your suspension can break so your car will like yeah. shake a lot so you have to get screws and whatnot from other vehicles and put them in your car so i, I like that element a lot because it's more scavenging than i think before that's cool yeah anything else um no that was me looking at my games getting a quick oh guitar hero live i've been playing a lot of yeah it's every day right i try to so you can get that trophy? Yeah, I won't get that trophy. Really? It's like broken or something. I don't know. I think that the basically what you have to do is uh, every day you have to play the game. And I think that the timer resets at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, EST. So I have to play it before 7 and then sometime after 7 the next 
anytime after seven until the next day at seven, and like the time frames just fuck me up because I'll be at school till five and I don't have two hours to play. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not good. All right, good game though. I like it. I want it. I've been playing Rocket League with you. We've been playing ranked dubs. It's uh, the season two I started, so mm-hmm. that's been fun. Yeah. The um, I was playing by myself a little bit actually. Mm-hmm. Ranked dubs to because. I got knocked down because I did shitty a few games, so I was trying to get myself back up. Um, the ranked community is much better on Rocket League than the regular community. In terms of... Uh, the, the people you're playing with. like They're better. Not skill. I'm talking about as human beings and not being cucks. Yeah. They've been much more supportive. They're nicer. It's more fun to play with. And we don't have fucking people like on regular online that are just always... They just, they're awful. They're bad. Not Rude. fun to play with. Yeah. Gross people i call them cancer yeah cancer yeah eat my cancer win um but like rank it's been better and it makes me do better sometimes too you know what i mean i guess yeah i don't get sidetracked from all the yeah like i'm not so angry about Mm -hmm. people being stupid and fucking annoying that yeah you know what i mean that makes sense um and then also i'm almost done bastion i'm slowly i'm literally on the last part I just, it's, there's a lot of enemies. Yeah, and you're using the, you said there's totems that you use, Yeah, there's like these idols or totems, whatever, um, where, like, as you beat segments, you'll get, you get trophies for them. Now, every segment I've tried to play with them on, I have ended up having to take them off, so I can't get the trophy. Like, for some of them, like, some of them, it's beat it with five idols, and then beat it with all ten idols. I have seven of the ten idols. Okay. The one of them really, like, the one that triggers me the most, but I want to have it on, is when you go to attack an enemy, if you don't keep attacking them, like, and you wait, like, a few seconds, their health immediately regenerates. Yeah. Yes, no. So, and there's a lot of really stupid ones like that. There's ones that give them more health. There's ones that make their attacks hurt more. And in the part where I'm at now, where there's literally 40 million enemies everywhere... Yeah, I don't find the game necessarily hard, um, but... No, it's not until you put these on. Yeah, I can see how it would... Because the, there's a lot of enemies sometimes at once, yeah. you know? And I feel like that could be really tough. Yeah. You start unlocking them about halfway through the game. Once you start putting them on, yeah. it gets autistic quickly. I see. Very quickly. I see. Um, but there's New Game Plus, too, as well, so I might go back and play New Game Plus. There's a lot more, like, I'm discovering about the game, too. There's, like, a lot of, like, these side areas. Mm-hmm. I think you unlock one in your game where it's just... Basically, like, you go and you kill a bunch of enemies. Like there's things against the clock. Yeah. Um, there's things where you test your skill with each weapon. So, like, that. So there's a lot There's a lot more there that I still want to play. But I'm almost on the main story. And I might just take all the idols off and just beat it to get the trophy and then go back and play it later. Gotcha. So. And, um, I think that's it. I've been playing. I don't think I've played anything else this week. I've been busy this week. All right. GG. Okay. Our first topic. Smite is officially coming to PS4. Um, Smite is a MOBA that's on PC and Xbox One right now. Exclusive to Xbox One, meaning it's not on the PlayStation 4. No, but it's on PC. That it is. Um, So yeah, it's a MOBA. Um, I've played it. I don't care for it. I have no opinion. I've never played it. I do like how... um... The camera is... It's third person, right? Yeah. I like that because the one thing I don't like about League of Legends is how the camera is fixed above you, bird's eye view. I am, I'm not a fan of that. I like how I'm more connected to this character from... I'm closer to the character, basically. 
Ah. You know? Yeah. You understand? But that's coming from the mouth of someone who doesn't play MOBAs. Yeah, that's true. And but I don't like I'll MOBAs. tell you. I don't like MOBAs, though. I mean, I that's why I think but I like Smite. I, I like MOBAs, and I like Heroes of the Storm, and I like League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in the community, I don't like. But I going in from like playing League a lot to going into playing Smite, it was like a big fucking learning curve going from... Like, the top-down is just... I don't know. It's just easier once you get used to it. Then you're going to third person. Like, it's... You have to, like, turn to, like, kind of see everything. You know, whereas, like, Lee, you can see people coming behind you on all sides. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from. I've played League of Legends quite a little bit. Um, very, very small amount of time with League of Legends. And I played um, PlayStation 4's exclusive MOBA, Killstrain. Yeah. Which is very similar to League uh, in the camera angle. Yeah. Completely different type of game. And I actually kind of like the mechanics of Killstrain. I don't want to talk about it too much, but basically when you kill someone, if you're one of the bad guys or the mutants or whatever you are, you kill someone and then they go to your team. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a zombies infected kind of thing, which right. I like. Um, I just... And I didn't mind the camera angle as much in that as I did in League. I don't know. Oh. But anyway, um, right now it's enclosed alpha testing. There's a closed beta coming out in early March. For PlayStation 4. For PlayStation 4, yeah, which you can sign up for if you go to smitegame.com slash PS4 dash beta. I'll put the link in the description. Um, um, players will be able to unlock World's Collide skin for Odin by uh, linking your PS4 account with high-res PC account. And so basically when you go to sign up for the MOBA, when you go to that site you're going to create a high-res account, which is the people that make Smite. And then if you link your PS4 account with that, then you'll get this that skin. And then you can also unlock a Cuckoo 4 skin for Col- Colkins for being a PS Plus member. I don't know how to pronounce any of these Cuckoo things. Cuckoo 4 skin? Cuckoo Cuckoo Cluck Cluck Cluck. Cuckoo 4 skin. Yeah, um, you get that for being a PS Plus member. Um, so when the game launches, it'll continue to be free-to-play like most MOBAs are. And... You'll have access to one, two, three, four, five uh, gods. They are yeah, in this um, champions, heroes, whatever you want to call it, um, for free. Them being, I'm gonna butcher their names: Ymir, Neith, Guan Yu, Ra, and Thor. Thor, I can pronounce. Um, you can also purchase a founders pack for thirty dollars to unlock all present and future gods. Okay, which is that's actually. Yeah, decent. We were talking about deal. this before we recorded, and you were telling me how much of a good deal this is. And yeah, it really is a good deal. Because for most MOBAs, characters cost eh, anywhere from like about five to ten dollars at launch. Some fifteen dollars, depending for a character. For a character, some skins can also cost that much sometimes, depending on the rarity or whatever of the skin. So thirty dollars for all of the current gods and all the future gods—that is a good deal. Mm-hmm. Good deal for a free-to-play game. Um, it also comes with 400 gems and exclusive skins. I don't know what the gems are used for. I don't remember. It's been I played Smite at launch on Xbox One. So, um, and there is an FAQ right now for the PS4 version, and it says that cross-play is possible, cross-platform play is possible, but it's not planned currently. Is the Xbox One version and the PC version cross-play? I have no idea. See, because that's that brings a whole new level to uh, the game, in my opinion. Because then you got the PC players who are playing on their mouse and their keyboards, and then you have the Xbox players playing on their controllers, and the PS4 players playing mm-hmm. on their controllers. And I kind of feel like, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not a PC player, so I don't know how much more it takes. But doesn't it kind of seem like the PC players get like an unfair advantage using the keyboard and the mouse over the Xbox player? Um, 
I mean, it's, it's more of a personal preference, but I would, I would assume like, mo playing MOBAs is much better with keyboard and mouse. Yeah. I played, I played on Xbox One with a controller, and it's no. not for me. But like, this is kind of Smite is a MOBA for people that don't play. Mo it's like more of a casual yeah, mobile so player me. type game. I would say, so me personally. So uh, yeah, I would agree with that. So maybe people getting on the ground like ground floor of it will have an easier time with the controller mm -hmm. i personally want to off myself when i try to use a controller to play it i think that the ps4 actually can support uh, mouse and keyboard for certain games as well so maybe they'll put that in if they could uh, that'd be sweet. and that'd if be they sweet. did then there's no reason yeah. why now listen there's no crossplay. we'll play the beta together mm -hmm. if you get it if you're going to play it i'll play with you okay because and we can get people together because MOBAs are fun, like especially when you have a full team of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'd like to try it out. So, yeah. Another game that I would like to play um, soon is PC free to play PS4 and Xbox One uh, retail game Overwatch. Mm. Kind of a MOBA. Kind no, not kind no. It's kind of. it's like a Team Fortress Two thing. Yeah, it's kind of a MOBA. You think so? It has MOBA elements. Does it? Mm-hmm. See, I wasn't aware. I thought it was just Team Fortress 2. It is, but it has MOBA elements. And then there's also Paragon. That's a MOBA. Which apparently is, like, amazing. Yeah, that game, we all thought it was going to be really bad. Yeah. And apparently it's good. Yeah, and I've watched some gameplay for it, and still should have ended the conference on it, but... Yeah. No, I'm, I'm curious to see how that is. And then Battleborn is coming out as well. Uh, or... Yeah, Battleborn. Is that out? I thought it was February... Uh... See, that's how much I don't care about this game. And I don't think... not trying to, like, bash the game. I think the game... I don't know. The game had a cool idea, it Battleborn, but it, was okay. it came out at a time when so many other games were very similar looking, you know? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think anyone cares. No. But, Smite, come to PS4, sign up for the beta, play with us. Yeah. All right. It smells in here, doesn't it? Oh, it's probably my ass. Hmm. I, I farted. Firewatch has patched the PC. Yeah, no, it has not. It's patched the PS4 version of the game. Um, so, number one, I tried it. It has significantly improved. Yeah. Everything. That's what you were saying. A lot of people were, you know, bashing the game for that. That yeah. one thing. And it, if that was, if that's what was holding you back from playing this game or enjoying this game... Oh, well, it's fixed. It's fixed. On PS4. So, so go play it. Like, yeah, I, there wasn't a problem on the PC. We gave it... Uh, well, I won't say what we did, what we like, what we said about it. You can go check out our review uh, yeah. on our channel. But that was one of the things I brought up was that the stuttering, the frame rate, texture pop in, stuff like that. So it has significantly increased the fidelity of the game on PS4. Um, they increased draw distance and decreased shadow, shadow, or and I can't talk again. Increased draw distance and shadow render distance, um, which means that texture pop ins are going to be lower, and then also frame rate drops should be lower. Or shouldn't that's good. As much. I mean, it, they did a good job of putting it out literally less than a week before the game. What, what? A week after. A week after. Yeah. I, was gonna, I don't remember how much time has passed, but uh, maybe two weeks. A week. Yeah. Somet sometime between a week and two weeks. It's been. They patched it pretty quickly. So, yeah. um, one thing that they also said, um, I think it was via a blog post. I don't remember where I saw it. Via blog, a blog post for Campo Santo, but they said that. Um, one of the big problems that they were having with like those frame rate drops and like the stuttering and stuff was auto saves were happening quite frequently. Oh. So they decreased the amount of times that it auto saved. 
So I would suggest that you sa- you can save by yourself. I would suggest you save more on your own instead of relying on the auto saves. Well, that's interesting because I mean, it sucks that a feature they implemented to help you fucked you. Yeah. You know, because like auto saving is a great great thing, and to have it doing it so uh, often is great. You're yeah. never gonna lose your progress if the game does crash, but uh, yeah, they didn't want it to crash anymore. So there's that. Yeah. All right, Firewatch, go get it. Yeah. Good buy game. it now. Game of the year so far. Yeah. Okay. Dice 2016 has just happened. Now, what is Dice 2016? Dice is a awards thing slash game developer conference. I think it stands for Design, Innovate, Communicate, and Entertain. I've never conference. I've never heard of this until this. There is actually really not a lot of it online. The only reason that it's so popular right now is because of some panels that were happening there between Hideo Kojima. Thank you. Yes, I can remember his name. So, for the un, uh, you know, the uninformed, who is Hideo Kojima, Josh? Hideo Kojima is one of the greatest game director, design creator minds ever to walk the face of the earth. He did Metal Gear Solid, all of them. Who's Guillermo del Toro? Josh? Guillermo del Toro was a fantastic horror slash suspense slash Pacific Rim director. <laughs> <laughs> because literally his whole thing is like horror and then there's Pacific yeah. Rim. Um, Sci-fi monster movie. Yeah. But which was excellent. Yeah, he's actually, he's like a visionary director. I yeah. love him a lot. He's yeah. very good. Um, Pan's Labyrinth is my favorite movie by him. Check it out, please. Yeah. It's good. He did Hellboy. Hellboy, which was okay. The makeup for Hellboy was cool. Yeah. And the, the world and everything. And they made a second one. And uh, he also did Crimson Peak, mm-hmm. which is new. Yeah, I like that a lot. He also did the other one, uh... Uh, the, what the hell is it called? He did Mama. Mama, that's it. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, so he's a good horror director. The Strain. The Strain. Oof. That's a TV show. I forgot to watch last season. Yeah, I, didn't wa- I haven't watched it. I watched the first time. episode. It's good, though. I like the first season. Yeah, I watched, fucked up. I watched the entire first season up to the last episode, and I stopped. I, I don't know why. Yeah. I, I should have to check it out again. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's pretty good. Um, speaking of TV shows, um, at the time of recording this, the fourth season of um, Vikings premiered last night. Dude, watch that show. It's fucking good. Is Guillermo del Toro in it? No. Oh, okay. It's fucking... Oh, that show is slick, dude. All right? All right? It's good. All right. It's And you would probably like it. I don't know if you like like Greek mythology or Viking mythology and stuff like that. but Norse mythology? Yeah. yeah. It's that. Okay. All right. Fucking you. I'll check it out. Listen. Lick my bum. All right. So why I bring this up um, is that del Toro and Kojima have stated in this panel that they are still very interested in working with each other. Oh, wait. We should mention... Why were they... Why is it a big deal? PT. Anyone that doesn't know about it, die. All right. PT is a horror horror demo or a playable teaser, is what it stands for, PT, mm-hmm. um, created by Hideo Kojima and Guillermo mm-hmm. del Toro, and it was a proof mm-hmm. of concept mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. horror game Silent, Silent Hills. Hills. Yes. And it is uh, starring Norman Reedus... If you don't know who he is, he's from The Walking Dead. He plays Daryl Dixon. Uh, he was yeah. also just in that movie with uh, Aaron Paul called Triple Nine. Yeah, that's coming out very soon. Yeah. But basically, PT was a really, really scary uh, horror demo that was playable on the PlayStation 4. I think it was GDC one year. They played the trailer for it, and they were like... Oh, that was uh, E3. No, it wasn't E3. I can tell you right now, it wasn't E3. Um, it was a smaller mm-hmm. conference, yeah, you're right. and uh, they played this trailer... And everyone was like, what the hell was that? And they just didn't say anything. Yep. And then once you beat it, or then you download it, and I downloaded it as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, this looks spooky. 
And uh, that day, someone beat it on live stream on Twitch, and the credits rolled, and a special cutscene rolled, and the game was, you know, revealed to have been created by Guillermo del Toro, Hideo Kojima, and starring Norman Reedus. For Silent Hills. For Silent Hills. And people went nuts. It was good. It was. It was amazing. And that was one of my most anticipated games for the PlayStation 4 uh, until Konami, the owner of Silent Hill, the franchise, cut all ties with Hideo Kojima. Fuck you, Konami. And ruined what could have been Silent Hills. Therefore, the game was lost in limbo and it is no longer a thing. Yeah. So the fact that these two men were back on stage together talking about, you know, future projects, because Kojima since then has uh, founded his own right. his own company called Kojima Productions, I believe. Correct. So uh, they're sitting on this stage together, and everyone's asking, like, are you guys going to do something yeah. again? So, so to, going on for uh, a few points that they said, Kojima said that he would work on a game, movie, he doesn't care, he'll do it with with uh, Del Toro. These guys are fucking yeah. awesome. And then Del Toro said back, and this is, I want this frame, I want a picture of Del Toro behind it, I want it on my wall. Best quote, 2016, quote, this is what Del Toro said, that he's done with game development, except with this man. I'll do whatever the fuck he wants. End quote. That's awesome. And the reason he said this is because Guillermo Del Toro tried to make a game several times. Yeah. Uh, and it's got fucked every time, dude. So... It's clear that he's done, and this guy is the one he wants to work with. Now, I don't think that, you know, he's saying he'll, Kojima's saying he'll work on whatever with Del Toro or whatever. I don't think that Kojima's uh, inclusion in a Guillermo del Toro project is necessary, per se, but I think that a Guillermo del Toro presence in a Kojima project is. Well, I think that's what's likely to happen. That's what I think needs yeah, to happen. Del Toro, right now, he's doing. He just did. What's happened with the Pacific Rim Tomb? I can't remember. I don't remember. I, th I don't. I th there's something happening with that. I think I don't. I don't remember. But Del Toro is doing other stuff too. But I would expect that he, Kojima would bring him on to do something in the vein of Silent Hills, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I, I just can't see. I mean, Kojima. I'm sure he's a fantastic writer of any medium, but I can't see him doing something that's not a game. And I yeah. think that it would benefit them both if they made a game. Yeah. And Guillermo Del Toro was helping make it. I agree. Uh, especially because I'm a video game enthusiast, uh, the reason we're doing this podcast, I would prefer it to be a video game. Yeah, so. I agree. But um, Kojima sa also said um, that he feels extremely free right now. He should. Which is good. Sony sucked him off and they're like, all right, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Take as much time as you want, whoever you want, how much money you want, you got it. Mm -hmm. Go do your thing. And we've talked about it on the podcast. He's been traveling the world. Yeah. Oh, like, he's on a vision quest. Yeah, he's in America. You know, yeah. he's at Guerrilla Games. He's in Media Molecule. He's at all the PlayStation companies. So, yeah. Um, he also said, <clears throat> Kojima, quote, I'm trying to make a big, very edgy game with a small team. I have to do something that's exactly what I want to do, end quote. So it's going to be like Metal Gear, what is it, Rising with uh, oh Raiden. Oh, my God. Insane edge fest, yeah, edge fest, pretty much. No. But I, I mean, seriously, and he can do whatever he wants, and I'm not saying that I necessarily want him to, but it'd be cool and be very beneficial, both you know, as being well received and monetarily, if they did something like PT slash Silent Hills, mm -hmm. people would go insane. Dude. Yeah, they would. Insane being the game that was canceled. By yeah, the game. <laughs> no, uh, that would I be agree. the biggest fuck you to Konami. Yeah, I agree. Every time we talk about PT, by the way, and we talk about Guillermo del Toro, and we talk about Kojima, I feel like I have to mention the concept trailer for PT mm. uh, that was shown off to the game developers because yeah, it's this, good. listen, dude, 
that trailer was I mean the game was fantastic. Yeah. PT is a fantastic experience, but that trailer was so spooky. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you remember, we watched that trailer, we did a reaction to that trailer on a old podcast episode that is no longer on our channel because of reasons, which you can go check out and have to cast episode one, Two Pigs in a Blanket, uh, where we discussed why. Mm. But yeah, we did we did cover it, we did react to it. I, I think it's the trailer's fantastic, and if they did something still that was similar to that, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. P.T. and that trailer had no ties to Silent Hill, mm-hmm. like the franchise, yeah. you know? So, fucking do it. Do a Silent <laughs> Do what you did there, and just don't call it Silent Hill. Yeah. Um, oh, also, one more thing I wanted to point out. While speaking with IGN at um, the DICE conference or whatever, Kojima said that he um, still hopes to work with Norman Reedus. Yeah. They met recently. Uh, yeah. If you go on their Twitter accounts, they, you know retweeted each other and yeah. took pictures with each other. Also, Norman Reedus posted a picture of Kojima Productions on his Instagram. Yeah. Well, while they were together, um, this was also in the interview with IGN, Kojima said that um, Reedus was like, I don't think Norman Reedus knew exactly what was going on with Kojima, so he said that he was worried about like Kojima not having an outlet to do something. Like He was worried about Kojima not being able to make games, and Kojima was like, listen, man, we're good. I got it. So, so maybe that's why he tweeted that out, yeah. or, or posted it on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that everything's lining up, and I think that it makes, you know, nothing's being hidden from us. Everything's right there in yeah. the spotlight. Well, I think about Kojima and the situation that he's in now. I mean, fuck Konami back then, where I was like so mad. I was like, you're literally cucking one of the greatest minds in video game history. Yeah, yeah. And now I think about Kojima and I get like butterflies on my side. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, he's fine. He's doing great, and I think whatever he makes is going to be great, and I think if he makes something without Kojima, or Del Toro and Norman Reedus, that's fine, but he really should explore that. Yeah. And even if it takes years for it to come out, uh, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I agree. Speaking of Konami... You ready for this one, dude? I'm ready. I think I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say, but i got to prepare myself every time I... Yeah, this is something that I saw and I wanted to bring, so... I informed your little butt about it, and now we're going to talk about it. Konami has put an expiration date on microtransaction MB coins and Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain. Dude! So what does this mean? Well, basically... basically well, first, look, go hang ahead. on. I just need to preface, because I don't think you know this point. Okay. It is currently only on the Japanese Steam PC Marketplace version of the game. Yeah, I did know this. Now... To be fair, there could be a reason, a legal reason, why they're doing this. Being maybe Steam, um, their con, maybe Steam items, add-ons, microtransactions in Japan only last a certain amount of time, and they have to be, you know, expired. That could be, you know. I don't think so. Well, I'm just I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt with that. But basically, what's going on is this: in Japan, people that bought Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain have the option to buy coins. What these coins do, I don't know. They're used to buy things in the game, and you can spend real life money. On these things. You can also get them for free from the game. Yes. But regardless, both the ones you get for free in the game and the ones you bought with your own money have now been given an expiration date. Yeah. Six-month period. Meaning they will expire, meaning that your money that you spent on these things is going to disappear. Literally, money is going to disappear if you don't use it. But it's okay, bro. You have six months to spend it. Now, that's another point. I mean, six months is a long time. No, it's not okay. I'm being completely sarcastic. No, but it... It is, though, to me. I think that six months isn't a big deal. I, this is something that can easily be brought and blown up out of proportion. Yeah. But is it rightfully it's, it's, so? Yeah. It's the um, the principle. 
Yeah, precisely. I mean, there's no reason why they should put... Literally, there's no reason. Unless there's, like I said, a Steam technical reason. There is no reason to put an expiration date on there other than to look bad. Right. So, right now, again, it's only in Japan on PC or Steam versions of the PC... Fuck Japanese Steam PC Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain Special Edition. Could it come to the States? Maybe, but... I think it actually might be illegal to put a expiration date on credit of this type in the United States and Canada. Like digital currency? Yeah, I think it's actually illegal. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, let me know in the comments if you guys know anything, but I think it's actually illegal to do something like that in the United States and Canada. Okay. I think. I'm not sure. That makes sense. I can see that being a thing. Why would... I mean... It's so messed up. Like, why would that even be a thing? Why would they let that happen? Why I don't know. Just, you know? You know, and again, giving them benefit of the doubt, maybe there's something, like, that they needed to, kind of, like, obligation, whatever. Yeah. But also, fuck you, Konami, and everyone there should be blown up and you should die. Yeah, so, like, I, I don't want to sit here and, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. I'd rather just shit on them, shit on this whole podcast and just say Konami is awful. But at the same time, we don't want to look like the bad guys who are just trashing these guys and then people in the comments go, guys, there's a reason why, a technical reason, you know what I mean? So... Benefit of the doubt, there might be a reason. Yeah, but here's the thing that's going on me. I'm sorry, that's a noise. Um, they're such fucking shill cucks. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything that they do, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Close down. You're not making console games anymore, Konami. You're just doing card games and fucking marketplace smartphone games. Fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. I went to a, um, this is important to note. On my 21st birthday, I went to a casino for the first time here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I went in, I asked my dad if they have pachinko machines because I wanted to see if they had Konami ones, and I was going to play one. Did they? No, they didn't. Thank God. Parks Casino in, in uh, Pennsylvania, they don't have them. <sighs> yeah, fuck you, Konami, again. Can't say it enough. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, our next topic. Indian Tell. It's a topic that we started a few weeks ago here on Apticast, where we bring spotlight to indie games that we feel deserve some more light on yeah. them, and we feel like people should play, and then we're excited for it. This week, we're talking about Slain. Slain, we spoke about um, a few episodes back um, with our Steven co-host, extra amazing person that we love, um, and we brought up, um, you brought up a topic about how um, a lot of indie games now like this are kind of inspired by Dark Souls. Yeah. In some sense. Yeah. Slain is a... You have the description of the game. Yeah, I'll read it and then we'll talk about yeah. it real quick. Basically, it's it's inspired by Dark Souls in Castlevania. Yeah. So it's an homage to... um, It's homage to the... Here we go. <laughs> Trying to read my fucking handwriting. It's an homage to the gory hack and slash games of the 80s and 90s. Players control Batherin, I think is how you pronounce it. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know how to say that. Yeah, but he must battle his way through a doomed land packed with gruesome foes before entering each tower, defeating puzzles, traps, and monsters. At the heart of each keep, he must defeat a mighty overlord. Defeat him, awesome. and Batherin's quest continues. Fail, and you'll die gruesomely, and you will fail. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the game, just look look screenshots. The game looks yeah. awesome. I'm not sure if there's a, is there gameplay yet or not. Yeah, there's some gameplay videos, there? I believe. Yeah, I'll put some of that up. But it looks good. I like the art style. I want this. I think I'm actually gonna play this game, which is it's not my type of game. Yeah. <clears throat> but I like. I just it looks 
looks slick. Yeah, it's a side scroller. The art style is really, really nice. It's it's really hard to explain. Yeah, it's like out of this world what it looks like. Um, it's pixel art, but at the same time, it's very like. It's like. It's hard to explain. It's like really detailed pixel art. Yeah, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, no, exactly. You kind of have to see it to know what we're talking about. Yeah, but it has like this metal, like mu- like heavy yeah. metal music vibe. Yeah, um, I which don't know. The developers like. If you go to their Kickstarter page, which I'll put the link in the description, the developers are all wearing like metal face paint, like everything. They like all their descriptions like metal this and metal that. Yeah. And it's made by five guys. Um, you can check it out on their Kickstarter page again. That comment or that link will be in the description. Um, and yeah, it just looks yeah slick. I'm excited to hear what the soundtrack is like because if it's metal, you know, it's gonna have a slick metal soundtrack. Uh, I've seen some gifs uh, or gifs, however you want to pronounce it. It's of, gifs. Uh, I would say gifs, but yeah, people are yeah, huge whoever gifs. says gifs, I know. Um, but I've seen some gifs of the main character like headbanging yeah. and like you know throwing up the horns, yeah. which is pretty sweet because we're metal fans. We like metal music, so this game really appeals to us, and especially me being a fan of Bloodborne uh, and also side scrollers like Shovel Knight and mm-hmm. Castlevania and stuff yeah. like that. You know, so I'm excited. I mean, me too. Not a lot of people are talking about this game, and it was funded back when. Yeah, it um, was funded uh, in I guess before. It was like summer last year. Okay. It was fully funded. They made $19,000 of their $12,000 goal, um, roughly ballpark. Um, it's set to release right now on March 24th on Steam. It was actually delayed. It was supposed to come out last year in June, May, June. Damn. Um, so just the Steam version of the game has released, but it's also being released on PC, Mac, Linux. I already said PC, but Mac, Linux, PS4, Xbox One, and PS Vita. PS Vita, which is amazing. Because we're we own Vitas, so you know that'd be cool to play. Vita Master Race, we love Vitas. We suck the Vitas off. Vitas are good. Vitas are nice. Vitas, Vita, and the fact that a new game like this that I'm excited about is coming to the Vita is slick. Viva, Viva Ven Vita, Viva La Vita. So, I'm excited for Slain. I actually found it on Twitter randomly. Like it was like people you may want to follow or whatever. And because I follow a lot of game developers and game studios. Uh, the guys, you know, shit came up, and I saw the artwork right in the little thumbnail, and I was like, yo, I want to look at this. And I clicked on it, and, dude, just the images he posted of his work, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. This game looks good. good. It's good. It looks really good. Yeah. So check out the Kickstarter page. There's a lot of different tiers on there. Um, it ended. Yeah, it's, you, it's over. You can oh, no longer donate. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You can't donate anymore. But, but uh, you, you can, can look at the stuff on there. Exactly. Um, there's a lot of more information on the game that it would just take a really long time to give all the details that they did because it was very detailed. They had stretch goals on there. I think they met all of them except for the $20,000 goal, which they were going to bring it to the Ouya, I think, and Amazon Fire. That's why nobody paid for it. No one cares about that. Um, Yeah, so right now only the the PC version of the game has a release date. Um, I'm assuming that the, the console versions and the Vita version won't come till a little bit later yeah but it'll follow it'll follow soon i believe yeah so vita version maybe a little later mm-hmm. go check them out give them some support look at the kickstarter page follow them on twitter facebook all that good shit follow the development of this game it's a project that we're both very passionate about i'm glad that you introduced me to it it looks good i'm excited about this game slain so ladies and gentlemen this has been a sentence i've wanted to say for quite some time mm-hmm. This is a this game that I'm about to speak of is why I purchased an Xbox One. You can call me whatever you want, but it is Quantum Break has gone gold, my friends. 
which means that it's coming soon, yeah. and the retail it's, copies are shipping. Yeah, Devel well, development is done. Yes. The game is finished. Yep. They're putting it on discs right now. It's They're pressing done. it. It's coming out. So, yeah. Remedy is a studio that I love. They made Alan Wake and Sam Lake, who is a creative director at Remedy. I want to literally lick his ball sack. Okay, I don't care if he has fermented cheese on there, whatever. Give me it. I'll drink it, eat it. I want it. Because this game, this man is a genius. We're going to take that <laughs> clip and we're going to edit it. So it'll be like, Brett Roberts, I will suck his balls and yeah. eat his fermented cheese. We're going to edit it. Okay. I'm Timmy Turner and I <laughs> stole from my mom's purse. Yeah, like people are going to take this video and they're going to use it against yeah. you. That's what I'm trying to say. But anyway, it's gone gold. Development has been completed. Sam Lake, the creative director, like I said, said that on Twitter himself. He confirmed it, and I saw it last night. And What's that? You ate a lollipop? That's his dick. No. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. Now, I'm really excited about this game. This is unique. If you don't know, Quantum Break is a third-person action time-bending game with a companion TV show built in to the game the tv show focuses on the bad guys the game focuses on you the good guy the graphics look pretty good the graphics look very nice the gameplay i don't know if you've seen it it looks phenomenal i haven't everybody, seen much yeah everybody that's gotten their hand on an early build of the game said the gameplay is phenomenal yeah xbox really hit it out of the park with this exclusive deal i think because the game looks pretty good and uh if i get a gaming pc which should come in the next couple of weeks hopefully um i honestly i'm gonna build one specifically around the, the specs that they released for the PC version of the game because the PC version requires 16 gigs of RAM. Yeah. <laughs> Recommended. So, speaking about the PC version of the game, Brett, <clears throat> if you pre-order the digital Xbox One version, you get the PC version for free. Now, the PC version was announced only about a week or yeah, so ago. recently. Which moves us into our... how we end the show normally. With our unpopular opinions. If you have unpopular opinions, please leave them in the comments below or send them to hapticintel at gmail.com. Include your name, where you're from, some details about your opinion, and a picture of your puppies. Um, anyway, people are pissed off. I don't know why. But people are mad that this game is coming to PC. Yeah. Why? Because they waited to tell you? Because they thought that... Are you fucking dumb? It's because they thought they were getting an exclusive, and it's not. <laughs> now, here's the thing, Josh. I can understand to an extent... I can understand to an extent why people would be mad. Say they bought an Xbox One, they already had a gaming PC. No, seriously. How does that... Does that play into it? No, it doesn't. It's his <coughs> popular opinion, so he can say or do whatever he wants. But I'm just saying, like, I think it kind of makes more sense. Like, I can understand that side of the argument. If you've had a gaming PC for years, you want to play this game on your gaming PC, and you have to buy an Xbox One to play the game you want, and then they announce that it's coming out for the gaming PC, and you're like, I had one of those, but I bought an Xbox One specifically for this game, and I can get, I understand you if that's the case. Well, I mean, but I, I know that there's, I guess. there were some trolls. On Twitter, that were fucking with Phil Spencer. That guy was fake, by the way. The guy who was tweeting Phil Spencer about it, that was fake. Oh, uh, well, let's say the tweet was that you're talking about the guy that said, I canceled my pre order yeah. because. What? Yeah, he said he's canceling his pre order because it came out for Xbox or for PC as well as Xbox One. Uh, and Phil Spencer actually replied to the guy. I think he's a parody account. He's not, I don't think he's real. Um, 
but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, and it is stupid of people to get upset about something like that, 100%. But at the same time, I do get the fact that some people wanted to play this game on their PC, and they didn't have that opportunity. Yeah, but if you bought... Why would you... If you're buying an Xbox One to play this game... Like you. Yeah, but now... I bought my Xbox One at launch. Now. Well, a little bit after launch. Why wouldn't you just wait to get a bundle? I mean, I guess if you want a used one, but I just... I guess I could understand the argument, but... I'm going to say fuck the army because I don't give a shit. Because everyone's sucking them off. I don't... Who cares, dude? The game's coming to bigger... More platforms so more people can play it. I don't... It's just... It's... it's. I just... I can't fathom. I can't fathom why people are so mad about this. It's fanboys. That's it. I just... I don't understand. Even... Even... If since we're... We're Sony ponies, okay? We like Sony better. Suck us off. If a game was coming to PS4 and it was an exclusive, right? And then they announced a week before that it's coming to Xbox One too. Who the fuck gives a shit, dude? I love, I love so much when you bring up popular opinions because you go fucking nuts. Who cares, really? Like more people are getting to fucking play the game. Yeah, I agree. All right, <laughs> is that all? You done? My blood pressure is about eighty thousand points higher now. All right, you good? I'm good. All right. Get the game. Looks good. All right. Suck me off. All right. That'll do it for Hapticast episode eight. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. LCS. Make sure you share it with your friends because I guarantee you, if there's one person out there, that being you, you like this, somebody else out there might like it too. So make sure you share it. Okay? That'll do it. I'm Josh Toll. That's Burt Roberts. Brett Roberts. Brett That's Roberts. The second part was my name. Brett Roberts. We'll see you guys next time. 